Hey, Nerd Talk Nation, this is your host, Jordan Halstead, and today we are going to be talking about season one of one of my favorite shows, CW's The Flash. Guys, with me today are Chick and Will. Guys, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Run, Barry, run. Of course, we need a vibe check up in here. Hey. <laughs> yeah, huh? Don't give me the cold shoulder. Uh, that, that, was, that was killer, man. That was killer. Ah. No firestorms fire here. No firestorms here. That one, that, that one doesn't work as much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this was a lot of fun. I started actually re-watching this series not long ago, like probably within this past week. And I, I was watching season one because I'm, I'm watching the new stuff as it happens and going back to season one to kind of catch back up, make myself a little bit more fresh. I didn't realize like how great and solid a start this show had. So oh my. let's talk about that real quick. I know that's not on my list that I typically give you guys, but you know, for a starting of a show, you know, we've had Arrow, we've had Supergirl, Legends, Flash, Superman and Lois, we've had Black Lightning, we've got Naomi, we've got, got all Woman. these different Yeah, I mean we've got all <laughs> these different shows. What are your guys' thoughts on the fact that the Flash came out swinging as hard as it did? Oh my goodness. I was so excited because uh, I, I love Arrow and I, it did a great kickoff for the things uh, that we know today uh, as the Arrowverse. But uh, going into Flash, I was just excited to have an optimistic hero because I was missing that Smallville fix uh, of having like super freaks and just seeing what they could do with it. Like if we're getting the Flash, that means, oh my goodness, we can start getting the other stuff. And I, I just remember when the show was coming out, I was in a different time in my life. Do you remember the, Do you remember when we worked at Skyline, uh, the Dayton CW star stuff? Oh yeah. Cause you were, you did a few I, things with them, right? I didn't add saying like, Hey, check out the flash this week. And I'm just like, Oh my God, like this, this is going to be my year. His, his Barry Allen, Will Allen. Ah, it's going to happen. D- unfortunately didn't, but it's like, I was just like, Oh, Hey, no harm, no foul. I still like the CW. I'll check the show out. And Oh my goodness. Like from start to finish, I was like, and just some, some people I were dating at the time. It just, different time in my life but i loved every second of the flash uh and just i was i did not restart the show recently but i was doing some recaps and just seeing like the highlights i'm like they did a lot in one season i'm just going like wow like comparative i feel like comparatively to arrow arrow like was very like hey we're just putting our toes in the water we're trying new things we're we're not exactly sure how we're gonna do this and i feel like flash just I mean, it zipped by. It was like we're going through a bunch of things. Like the yeah, you saw it. Um, yeah, it was there in a flash. Yeah, uh, sure. but but like they in the first few episodes, you had really big names. I mean, that was basically the Weather Wizard in the first episode, which is one of the right. two brothers. Then you go in and you've got uh, uh, oh, what did they call Captain him? Cold. Multiplex. No, Multiplex was yeah, in the Captain was Cold in the, the second one. Then you have Captain Cold in episode four. Like you just have all these really big names, and not only that, but the casting. Oh my goodness! This show, like from someone who watched Disney Channel growing up, I saw a lot of Danielle Panabaker growing up, and then we had from Scrubs, we had Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah, I have a very good comment about Tom Tom Cavanaugh. If you if you'll let me. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, make it real quick. Um, and I say that I said this during our so go back to our Scrubs episode from about a year ago. It's a pretty fun episode. I say the same thing during that episode because Scrubs is my favorite TV show of all time. Anyways, I had the hardest time taking his character seriously when I first started watching this show because his character in Scrubs is so goofy. <laughs> so it was like when when I when I first saw that he, it was casted for for the main villain of the show, I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to be intimidated or have any kind of you know negative feelings towards the big their bad guy because like it's Tom Cavanaugh, it's Dan from Scrubs. Anyways, uh, yeah, Tom, but as you if you watch the show, as we find out, Tom Cavanaugh knocks crushes it, it. Oh my gosh, he was it. waiting for this. He was waiting for this moment. I, I, ever since he was Ranger Smith and Yogi Bear, he was ready to be the villain. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I want to uh, start the forest fires. No, I. I genuinely believe that this show just, I mean, it came out hard. And then you've got cast members mm-hmm. who come in and play, like, small villains that, that repeatedly show up, like Captain Cold. I mean, the guy mm-hmm. who plays him is in another really big show being Prison Break. And then they have mm-hmm. Heat Wave being his brother, Dominic Purcell, uh, from the show. You've got those two guys just yeah, going Wentworth at it. Wentworth Miller. Yeah, Wentworth yeah. Miller and, and Dominic uh, Purcell. Those guys, they just crushed it. And I sit back and I'm like, you couldn't have picked a better Captain Cold and Heat Wave. Like, I just, for a chemistry mm-hmm. to, because to, my parents watched uh, 
prison break. So I wasn't like super far behind on some of that stuff. I was like, oh yeah, when I go home from college or whatnot, uh, my mom and dad were watching it. So I was like, oh, like I know these characters. I saw them in high school. It's no big deal. And then next thing I know, they show up on the flash and I was like, mom, dad, you got to go watch this. And they, they were like, why? And I said, because prison break has this really big moment that kind of bleeds into and they were like oh and then they my mom actually i think watched the first two seasons i think of the flash and so she was like i loved watching wentworth miller and i was like yeah so but let's let's just rein it back a little bit if you had to give a scale of one to ten on how well you liked the first season where where would you uh rate it and why um i'm giving it a a a 20 um, I always break that rule. I'm sorry. A, a very, very, very um, resounding 10. Um, so, like, uh, I, I know a lot of people kind of don't like CW stuff because it's very it's very dramatic, very soap box, soap opera-y, right? I think my favorite thing about The Flash is that um, as someone who's very affectionate and very emotional, it brings all these, like, warm and fuzzy gooey moments but at the same time you're seeing some of your favorite um your favorite heroes your favorite comic book characters come to life in a live action show and um now a lot of the action scenes aren't like amazing because it you know cw can't bring in you know top tier you know fight choreography people but still uh it's not terribly done so like you get to see all the cool comic book stuff all your favorite heroes and characters and villains come to life but also the same time um all the stuff that goes down with like him and his dad barry and joe especially barry and joe um like hit you right in the feels and so like i love it there's nothing wrong with it for me <sighs> oh goodness uh, season one i just remember being an emotional wreck when that finale hit yeah uh, i was yeah. Uh, like get it I just we'll skip around. I don't know. I forget if that was one of the questions later all on. You, but regardless, but my feels all you need to do is say, "You look just like my father." That's all you got to uh, do. Oh god. Oh okay. well. Well, just because you kind of look like you, I've never seen your dad. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's just him getting to say goodbye to his mom at the end there. Oh my god, heart heartbreaking. I, 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 I oh god, that and just uh, even bringing up the fa- father son relationship like that. I haven't seen that good of a relationship since Jonathan and Clark and Smallville mm, and yeah. just, and, uh, and obviously the, the stakes are different a little bit now since uh, Henry's in jail. And it's also a nice little, I never watched the nineties flash though. I've heard it's like a little bit goofy, a little bit fun, maybe, maybe down the road. I'll, we'll check it out maybe for this podcast. Who knows? Uh, but Ooh. just, it's, almost, it's a nice little passing of the torch moment too, for him too, going like, Hey, I'm glad I can be, get to be your dad. But also like some of the stuff he says, kind of like, if you really think about it, it's like, Oh, he's saying like, you are worthy of taking the mantle of, of the flash grant. Like we love you. And then even the, the adoptive father stuff with Joe West, like there, I, I don't know if it's this season, but there's a, there's some stuff like that with those two have i'm just like mm, right yeah, in the feels. Yeah. and well, uh, I, like so, i said so. i've been re-watching some of it and one of the things he said is you know i'm not your father i've never asked for you to to even say thank you for me raising you and keeping you out of trouble and, and, and all to. this and and the next thing you know at the end of that episode barry realized kind of what was going on and and he said you know i never thanked you but you were really like, my dad. That, that's like second episode of the whole season. Oh yeah, it was it was super super early, like second that, or third episode. That, and- yeah, of a moment where, yeah, where where Barry finally realizes, like, oh my gosh, no, you are my second father, and I love you so much. And it's like, oh my goodness. Well, he just has yeah. this relationship with Joe and with Iris that because he he was basically adopted into this family, but he wasn't really. Mm-hmm. It was more of a guardianship situation, and Joe, Joe, I think has this just innate dad mentality like it doesn't matter who i i feel like you could throw any character in and joe would be like i'll be dad like whatever i need to do like i will make sure that you are taken care of i'll make sure that so go ahead in other words you can call him daddy <laughs> joe daddy cutting that out joe daddy oh joe daddy. you got did even better yeah okay. so, but but with that uh you know i i really enjoyed a lot of this season i think for me if i was going to rate this and and you know me, I'm not someone who who gives high ratings to give the perfect. I, I'll I'll give like an eight or a nine because I typically see issues. 
this is really my 10. This this hits my 10. This is one of those few times that I've given out the full, hey, this is a 10 experience for me. Um, yeah, I, I realize I didn't say mine. I, I echo. Uh, well, I'll, I'll get the mean, the average of, the, of all three of us. It, it, it's, oh, a 10. It, it's a 10 here, too, because yeah. I think this show gave me hope for future CW shows or, or if stuff were to come through there. I'm like, yes, if we're doing this, let's get Superman back in the in the in the th- in the action let's get gr- let's do like a not a teen green lantern show but like let's uh, redeem teen, let's you redeem would love that. green I know lantern you would love it you uh, t- well, well teen lantern now but uh that wasn't a thing but or maybe like a younger kyle rayner even like I oh could yeah see his aesthetic working with the cw but anyway just give me hope again yeah the- you know this this series when it started it came out swinging hard now, there were a few issues here and there, but I don't think that my issues that I had with the show were issues that were big enough that would keep it from a 10 for me. Like, when you look at uh, Reverse Flash, Reverse Flash is a literal copy of the Flash, and in Arrow we had the Dark Archer against Arrow, and those two kind of went back and forth, and it was an exact copy of each other where Flash, I mean, it's exactly the same. You've got Flash versus Reverse Flash. They're both speedsters, and... I kind of was hoping that we would see more of the rogues over the series, and I liked the way that they started to introduce them, and I liked how everything just started to kind of come together as it did, but I don't think it was enough to keep me from giving it a 10, so I absolutely loved that. What was your guys' thoughts on the casting? I know for me, we already kind of talked about it a little bit. You have uh, Wentworth Miller, Dominic Purcell, uh, Tom Cavanaugh, you have all these great people, uh, Danielle Panabaker, but then you have a bunch of new people that are like newer to the scene. You've got Carlos Valdez who plays Vibe. I mean, we all love Vibe. You've got uh, uh, Greg yeah, Gustin. Casey Brown in there is, is Wade Eiling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Krabs, right? <laughs> Flash, Lex Luthor. Yeah. yeah. So we, we have a lot of these guys who come in Mark and Campbell do this. comes back as, as, as Trickster. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was really cool. And so having yep. some of these guys, there were some big names. There were some newer names. You have even Robbie Amell coming in to play Firestorm, and to have like that that mm-hmm. interaction that hey, this is Stephen Amell's cousin. This is Arrow's cousin, and not to have too much between those two characters, but just to see kind of more characters coming in together. And it was really cool. So, what was your guys' thoughts about casting? Casting was, I, I mean. Casting is key for a lot of these things. I mean, we got so lucky back in the day with some of the iconic voices we got in the Justice League cartoon, just even to this, like, and just, I, I mean, if some of the casting didn't work, uh, we, we would be, this podcast would be much, would be much different right now. We'd be very negative on it, but like they got the right people for the right roles. They did, they did what they thought they were going to do. And like Grant, I, I had, I'd watched Glee and I saw Grant Gustin. He was just, I'm not going to cuss here, but he, he was, oh, I'll say it. He's a piece of crap in that show. Um, uh, but, I didn't like uh, his character. Yeah, he was uh, very uh, pompous, but just seeing that a lot of Glee actors and some people that I already liked uh, or disliked uh, could jump into another role just shows like their range. It just uh, I, 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 I don't associate Grant Gustin with that role now. Like it is all flash or nothing. Like, oh, yeah. Grant Gustin's the man. Uh, like, I, and I was—I would just say I would love to see him in the movies uh, as that character. I know we got Ezra there, but can't say Ezra's done a whole lot to make it his own, except being like a little bit like, "Oh, hey, what's what's going on over here?" Being a little bit OCD, but I, I, I Grant's got the spirit and the heart. Like when I read the comics now, like it's his voice. Uh, Daniel Panabaker—I mean, I loved her from Sky High and just yeah, represent. Being, yeah, yeah, there we go. I didn't get to mention it last podcast we were all together on, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> just seeing her kind of almost not not doing the same exact thing but being like a little bit more of that reserve like girl who even if she had power she would kind of she, she doesn't want him she doesn't want to use him and all that i don't think we had gotten that far you have the particle accelerator and the killer frost stuff like i said it's been a while since i watched season one but uh just her being part of team flash along with vibe just even helping him with oh with that little proto suit that he had i'm we're, we're talking casting but, but I'm getting distracted with other stuff in my head. Uh, Carlos uh, Valdez's vibe. Amazing. Cause I, I had very little knowledge about vibe, but like him being like the funny goofy guy, I'm like, he, he's us. He he's the audience going like, Oh, Oh that, yeah. That's what you call him. That. Like, he's, he's such a fanboy, And I'll let you guys take it from there with the casting. Cause uh, Oh, Tom Cavanaugh. Then it, I'll let you guys have it. Uh, 
See, so I had been separated from Scrubs for so long that I forgot that. So I was just happy to see that I got work. I'm like, oh, hey, Tom Cavanaugh's got this. And just all the ebbs and flows that he has in all the different versions of Harrison Wells. I, like having a role like that, like, yeah, obviously they, they're having him do that because like it's silly to keep recasting and they don't have it in the budget. But just I, I think actors like beg for roles like that. It's like, oh, yeah, I get to be Harrison Wells, but. He's actually a double agent, and spoiler alert, he's Eobard Thawne as well. Also, I'm not really crippled. Uh, and then also down the road, being like a more grumpy Harrison, spoiler alert, and just then a goofy Indiana Jones version, and then having his own like Council of Ricks later down down the road. I'm like, oh, I'm sure. Like, like <laughs> you you know he's having fun with that, going like, oh, wait, I get a steady paycheck, and I get to have some fun with this? Uh, yes, please. Wells is my favorite one. Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, Sherlock in small doses is fine, but that whole no, thing. I'm, I'm talking about just the council, all the holograms. Oh, uh, the, the council. Gandalf one is my, my favorite one. Uh, you shall not pass. <laughs> but you know what? Speaking of passing, I'll pass the mic on to you, Chick. What do you think about okay. the cast? All right. So, um, Grant Gustin, uh, his performance, especially in these first few seasons, uh, like literally, Grand Slam, they could not do what they wanted to do with the show if it wasn't for Grant Gustin. He um, does exactly what the writers wanted to do with Barry Allen that they were going for. Um, and same with Jesse Martin with Joe West. Like I think Jesse Martin and Grant Gustin um, and their their um, chemistry as actors uh, portrays perfectly what they're trying to do with the show, with the writing. Um, and it could not do... Um, have picked any better of actors for the emotional like resonance they're they were trying to go with the show um and then also um one of my favorite actors because of the show now is carlos valdez all right if um all my friends who know me in real life um who watch this show tell me like me and cisco ramon are like the same exact person um the best thing about the show other than all the stuff like all the feely stuff and and all the awesome uh, superhero stuff is Carlos Valdez and his comedic timing that's one of my favorite parts of the show is Carlos Valdez comedic timing and the ability to act so down to earth and spastic and still be this brilliant just genius guy at the same time so um, but also John Wesley Ship kills it as Henry Allen um and Tom Cavanaugh is awesome. And just, yeah, casting works so well with this. Um, also, the last thing I want to say about casting is um, Mark Hamill as as uh, Trickster. One, coming all the way back, you know, harkening back to, you know, John Wesley Ship's Flash from the 90s. Um, but also, the like probably my favorite moment in this whole first season is when uh, we have the uh, modern-day Trickster uh, meeting Mark Hamill's trickster and Mark Hamill, they actually got Mark Hamill to say the line, I am your father. And uh, I, I remember when the first time I saw it when I was watching it eight years ago, I flipped out. I was like, oh my gosh, they got him to say it. <laughs> and um, one of the best things I've ever seen on TV in my entire life. But yes, so CW writers, thank you for getting Mark Hamill to say that line. I loved it. So yeah, what do you, what do you think, Jordan? Again, I I repeat a lot of what you guys are saying. These guys, they just they did really well. Uh, for me, one of my favorites was with Joe West, the detective kind of mentality. He was actually on a show my mom and dad watched. I can't remember if it was CSI or Law and Order or something like that. I think it was Law and Order. And so they they watched this, and so I'm like, oh hey, like I've seen this guy, like I've seen mm -hmm. him for years. So it was familiar faces that brought back these characters and I no longer recognize them in their older shows. I recognize them by what they're doing now. And so mm -hmm. having like Joe West and Daniel Panabaker, I absolutely love them. I think though, if I was going to go and fix some of the casting and this isn't really a casting issue as much as it is just a storytelling issue. We have uh, Linda Park and one episode portrayed by a much older woman. And then, uh, later we have Linda Park portrayed by a much younger woman. And so it's kind of weird. Oh, Oh, so like yeah, in, when, in episode when, one, um, they talk about yeah. the, the particle accelerator and right. It's a, comp and she's and like, they, this they is Linda Park. Linda Park into a love interest and they needed to have a more age appropriate actress. Yeah. 
And I like and I like that one better than Oh, I like the second one go, way better. Yeah, the, but uh, I think least, yeah. I mean, that one instead of it being a casting issue, it could have easily just been a hey, let's just re title whoever this character is like just just give her some random name like that, that that's that's a that's a that's a normal tv show thing a lot of times tv shows because they don't know if they're going to go for a full season yet or not so yeah they'll do that but then all of a sudden oh we got to do some writing for down down later in the season oh let's make linda parker a love interest and then we, well we got to recast her now but yeah you're right though but yeah like just going in like again this doesn't even affect my 10 score it's just like those those minor things mm-hmm. that you catch especially when you go back and rewatch. because when i first watched it i was like oh like cool linda parks here and then i went and I, I was like okay i need to make sure isn't that wally west's girl and going through all that just figuring out the the connections and whatnot and then i'm like wait why do all these forms say that she got recast did did they change the actress again or or, or did they change the actress and then it says in the in the pilot and so having rewatched, i'm like Oh yeah, that's definitely not the same actress. All you had to do is just put like some random name in there. So that was that was really cool for me to be able to see just the the ways that they handled that. I liked that. But casting, I mean, again and again and again, they just they knocked it out of the park. Which leads into who was your favorite character for from season one? For me, I'm gonna go ahead and start. I think that my favorite, and most of the time, it's my favorite, is Cisco Ramon's vibe. Oh my goodness! You took my answer. Dang it! I mean, we we can share this answer. We can give our own opinions as to why it, it sits between him and Barry, and I like Barry right. for a lot of way or for a lot of reasons because I feel like Barry's kind of more my personality. Like he takes things a lot more to heart. He's a little he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's got that. But then you've got that comedy factor of like, and Will said this a few minutes ago. Comedic timing is so good, man. His comedic I timing is just it. right on, and then his just the way that he's he's us. Like he is the nerd who gets to hang out with the superhero. <laughs> like he's like, and oh, then, uh, yeah, and then become a superhero, and then become like a a mechanical superhero later on, and and we'll talk about that in future episodes. But you know that was that was one of my favorite things about this is just seeing the vibe kind of create his own world, um, because he didn't have to be as involved, and the team that surrounded uh, Barry, they they really got involved and right. they, they were very intentional about their relationship with them because they could have just been like this is a working relationship but they they started to build those bonds and then i love the interactions that happen later in other seasons between those mm-hmm. two characters because it really creates this brotherhood between them and I, I love it yeah i'm right there with you with carlos valdez especially because he's he's me in real life and um yeah because comedic timing also i just can't i can't praise I'm 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 not an acting expert or anything. Um, I did some theater in high school and stuff, but so I'm no I'm no expert. But I just want to praise his his performance in this whole series. Really, um, is like he's got that comedic timing. He acts so down to earth and and spastic, but also at the same time he can he pulls off some of the most emotional like heavy moments in this series, right? And um. Like, dude, his his range just in this series, his range is so good. Um, being funny, serious, nerdy, and spastic. Um, one of my favorite um, uh, favorite moments in 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 this uh, in this season for him has uh, is that one um, that one episode where they have to uh, transfer all the all the prisoners. Oh yeah, um, right, and uh, and uh, Lisa Snart. Um, Golden Glider like kisses him and is like pretends to be or she she Golden Glider's really into him like she seriously is into him right and um she kisses him and is like you know flirting with him and he just like after she kisses him he's like I'm really hating be one of the good guys oh my god I'm sorry well who was your favorite character from season one For, favorite character favorite character. <sighs> I'm really struggling here because I, I like them all. I like them all, uh, and you know, you know me. I'm uh, inserting like the will rule here. No more than three. <laughs> oh, so I can pick three. You can pick three. I'll let you pick three. <laughs> yeah, pick three. Go ahead for it, man. <laughs> uh, no honorable mentions. Uh, uh, I'm watching uh, you. Dang it! Darn it! Darn it! Darn it! <laughs> um, I I think just bluntly, uh, I mean, we would have no show if there was no Barry, and just Barry like being a young guy still. 
I think we could all take a lesson from Barry. Uh, like he, he has had the worst childhood because of the reverse flash and could mm-hmm. have easily sank in and been depressed and been like darkness, no parents, but he ended up being like, he, he, he used his, his, uh, his fuel uh, to get justice for his dad to help other people and himself right. figure out, uh, that his dad didn't do it because like why what is he saw the light and flashes and yeah he's a kid no one's gonna believe him but like like he, he needed justice and he, he did uh he did the right thing he did the right thing and just had a positive outlook like he his life could turn out much different i mean there's a whole multiverse that we'll get into in, in another season uh that he could he could have turned out bad uh so he's just such a good dude and uh we, we need more flesh in our lives uh if I had to pick any other character I like. Uh, I I would probably have to say Cisco because, like I said, he he is us in there, and that he's oh, having this a is time the, of his life. This is the and official all, Cisco fan club. That's what that's what this is. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, this is yo guys. It's time for a vibe check. We, we got Carlos Valdez on the on the podcast. How's it going, Carlos? Remember that. Remember that time you were vibe and you opened a portal. That was nice. <laughs> Anywho, um, just to echo your thing, uh, he has like one of the most emotional scenes too, because time travel happens in this season too. <laughs> like uh, mm-hmm. when he goes as fast as he can, and because he's not, he's no dummy. He figures out about Thon, and he's like, "Ah, right. oh, Ramon, like you were a son, you were like a son to me." And then he like kills him, mm-hmm. but and, but thank goodness for time travel, like the next episode, because I was like, oh, "Are they really like, going to do that?" Will I handle? Cisco being killed off in the middle of the first season. That would not have been okay. Oh, none of that hurt. Would, uh, but just like oh, th- that it, one, it like I felt like he, he stabbed me with the vibrating hand in that moment. I was like, no, they did not like that. That one was really, really hard for me. But yeah, that's about, that's about, uh, all I got to say about it. So uh, the, the, I, I limited it to two. You should be proud of me. Hey, but, uh, proud of you. Pretty good for you. Yeah. You know, we talked a little We're bit covering. about the. We talked a little bit about this relationship between Flash and Wells, but I want to dive in a little bit deeper. This is this kind of mentoring role, and and you said you know with Joe we have this this really father son kind of role, but then with with Flash and Wells, who spoiler alert. He becomes Reverse Flash, or it has always been Reverse Flash, and we find out later on. And so, with that, like, what were your guys' thoughts on the the relationship that that season one Wells has with Barry the Flash? Well, if if I may uh, briefly, uh, I mean, this kind of shapes like how Barry like uh, goes into future seasons, like when another speedster shows up. Uh, though, funny enough, uh, I'll, I'll just lightly touch on two. He falls into it again. <laughs> it just keeps happening. Yeah, I know. So, uh, history likes to repeat itself, Barry. But like, I don't know. There's one season where it sticks. He's like, oh, no, I can't trust the speedster because of this. I'm like, yes, finally. <laughs> good on you for good on you for having some caution, Barry. Four or five seasons in, but uh, I. In the comics, reverse. Not that I'm like, oh, this has things should be a one for one for the comics. Uh, but in the comics, Eobard is like us and is a huge fanboy for the Flash of the 25th century, and mm-hmm. he comes back and becomes a kid Flash, and then Barry rejects him because like he does things a little bit. Now I, I haven't read those comics, but like it doesn't go well. He's <laughs> he's, been, he's syndrome from from the Incredibles. Indeed, indeed. He, he's I'm Incredible Boy. Like, Incredible Boy. Yeah, uh, but. Just seeing that, that he actually gets to form a relationship with him and, and actually gets to train the Flash, like he inadvertently had the uh, the, the irony in the writing. Like if yeah. this were like worse writing, it could have been terrible. But like, yeah, the the, the, the dichotomy is awesome. Yeah, it's going like, oh, I hate him so much. I wish I could just kill him right now. But, but, I but you have to teach home. him in order to get me home. Like it was one of those. Yeah, yeah. So if was... he doesn't teach him, he never. I don't know. There's just so many implications. And it gets weirder, but like time travel, multiverse, like time remnants later on. Cause I was, re- I was reminded right. about that today. I was just like, Oh my God. <laughs> like how was I able to keep up with the show? Well, I think uh, it's but- easier when you're just straight watching it. If you're just trying to like pick up an episode here or there, like if you are paying attention and you follow through, I think it makes more sense. But you need then to like, know all the facts. Yeah. It's, it's not like Seinfeld where, you could just pick it up at any moment or how I met your mother and kind of get a good glimpse here Dang. and there. 
should do an episode like that. Going, that should be like one of the variants. Like, oh, what's the deal with the remnants? They're over here. They're over there. They're dying. It's crazy. <laughs> and, I and, want the um, Flash to come out and be actually Jerry Seinfeld. Like that would be really funny. Like he unmasks and like. That would be. Hey Barry, how's it going? <laughs> oh, as Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no, no. That's that's not Jerry's enemy. You would have to have Newman show up oh, as Newman. as Reverse Flash. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, the, I, the, the the fact that they haven't done an episode like that, just like save some money and just have a little bit of fun with it, is beyond me. Uh, but uh, but I I feel like I I've beat beat a dead horse over here. I in I I enjoy it and just like. I think to a degree, Eobarn does get to appreciate Barry a little bit. Like going like, okay, maybe there was like a timeline like, like where we did get to be friends, but like, I got to use you, buddy. I'm I'm a villain. There was a whole scene where they finally captured him, and he's in the he's in the little pod, and then uh, he 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 makes the comment like um, that. You know, I I finally know what it's like, like how Joe or or your dad feels with that gleam of pride because he's like because uh. Um, Barry says like he hates him, and he's like, "Yeah, now I know what Joe and Joe and your dad must feel like. Be proud of the, of their son with that hate you have for me." And I was like, "Oh my god, that is so messed up!" <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Um, the uh, I thought I thought that this was such a I, I haven't read a lot of Flash comics, but I thought this was such a nice, fresh, awesome take on on Thon on Reverse Flash. Um, and um, you said you, you said all the things that I thought the same exact thing. Will so that's that's all I'm going to say is like just, I thought it was just a really nice new take on on Reverse Flash. So like, I, I really thought they had such an easy out because they had Eddie Thawne in the show. Uh, but like I think yeah. everybody, if you just even know like a little bit about Reverse but, Flash, everybody like oh uh, it's you, isn't it? To be honest, yeah, no. To be honest, I thought Eddie was going to be Thawne and be like no, that's Thawne. He's going to change his name from Eobard to Eddie, and then all of a sudden be. Like, oh, my name's not Eddie. My name's Eobard. I'm Reverse Flash. Mm, but when they do, when they do eventually explain it, I'm like, okay, like yeah, sci-fi yeah. comic bull crap. Uh, the, okay, it makes sense now. But I'm just like, yeah. oh, they had the easy out there. But like, I would have even liked this. But Eddie just like stays good throughout, and we we didn't even talk about him with the cast. And I always, I don't forget about him because I know he's there uh, in the season. But like, so much has happened been since season yeah. one till yeah. now that i'm just like oh yeah i guess that that's does happen the, and uh, yeah that's one of the most heart like wrenching scenes in season one was when he dies and and iris is like oh you're my hero <laughs> and he's like as he's dying that's Dude, all he I was have. all of our heroes there man like because like yeah, barry was I, like because barry had to take uh either went back and he was back in time or he was trying to take care of the black hole either or he was o- preoccupied so barry can't come back and speed right. run and, and help so eddie's like oh. right there's a chance I, I stop him and even he, he got he got to prove eobard wrong too going like i, I, I guess I, I i do i i am important in this timeline yeah what about you, gets, jordan yeah what yeah what yeah what about you jordan i i don't even know you know for me i think that this was a really cool way that they handled their relationship it was very dynamic to kind of, hey, I'm adopting you, I'm taking this mentoring role. And I was in college when this happened, so I was looking for some mentors and going back and rewatching it when I got hired on at my first church full-time. It was one of those that I felt that kind of relationship. I'm just glad that my mentor did not turn around and backstab me. <laughs> like, right. like, I just feel like that was really hard to see that take place, especially when you unmask and you know that, like, Eobard Thawne is Harrison Wells and you're like okay time out I'm really confused here because you're loving on on Barry like now we know for the second half of the season like what are you doing and I think that they handled it really really well I think that it kind of kept us on this cliffhanger because you each week you're like okay when is he going to find out when is he going to find out when is he going to find out and then you see him start to to teach Barry how to phase through a wall or you teach him that, hey, you can run on water or, hey, you can, like, create a tidal wave going back and forth and then you end up shooting back in time. Like, there are so many pieces to it that it's just, it's just a different world. And I loved the way that they handled it. So, 
That's my thought. We saw a character for the first time through this show with Ronnie Raymond and Martin Stein's Firestorm. This is the first time we've seen live action. What are your guys' thoughts with these characters? With so with with um with Firestorm, Ronnie with, Raymond. Yeah. Um. So uh, I love me some Robbie Amell. Um. And like, I I he I know he hasn't done like a lot of stuff, but I think he's a really underrated actor, and I was really excited to see him. And um, I just really enjoyed it. And also, um, I got to cast up here. So Victor Garber, who plays Stein, um, when 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 I first see him, um, when they do their Firestorm episodes, I was like, oh my gosh, that's the dad from uh, Brandy Cinderella. <laughs> and I was like, yes. So sorry, I had to put a. I love Cinderella. when we when we pull these like random spots where these actors and yeah. actresses have been. Okay. This is like so Danielle Panabaker. Yeah. I remember her from like Sky High. Sky High. Right. And like a lot of kids today have no idea what that movie is. Right. It but just, yeah, so Victor Garber is the dad in Brandy's in the nineties, um, Cinderella with Brandy. So the only reason I love I mean, Cinderella's awesome. I'm I'm a little kid and I love princesses too. Um, even though I'm a thirty one year old man. But um I I had to make that reference because the prince in Brandy's Cinderella is Filipino. And I'm Filipino, so I had to I had to do it. Anyways, um, so I was really excited. That's, that was, those are the main reasons why I was excited for this Firestorm. Also, it was just really cool to have a live action Firestorm, um, and actually see his superpowers very well done and fleshed out yes. in live action, not just some dude who who is on fire you know, shoot fire blasts. Yeah, yeah. they actually um, and they get more into it with with uh, Legends of Tomorrow where they do more trends mutation type stuff um but uh, there's a really really good solid sci-fi to the creating of this character i'm not even big sci- i'm not a big sci-fi fan but i really appreciated all the sci-fi the sci-fi stuff they put into oh yeah you know, origin story of firestorm i mean firestorm firestorm's such a unique superhero because you got um you got one dude who's the host body connected with another guy who's in in his brain and then it's almost like this whole um, cause they and they make these comments in the writing and the dialogue of the show whenever Firestorm's in it, because you get they get you get so connected to that person because they're in your head, so they know all your thoughts. They know you so well. And so they, you know, for example, when when Ronnie finally comes comes back um, after going away to figure out their powers, um, he uh, says the comment to uh, to Caitlin Snow, um, I might only be, you know, two men sometime, but I'm never whole without you, right? Which is a great line to say. I'm to sorry, you. I came in when you said I'm only two men. Excuse, do you have something to tell us, man? <laughs> I'm, just... <laughs> I'm talking about Firestorm, dude. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I'll, I'll just. Anyways, drink. yeah, but yeah, uh, I I love everything you do with Firestorm, except for spoilers when they kill Ronnie. But yeah. <laughs> Well, we don't know that at the end of season one. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it was kind of open ended, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm bummed to kill him too, man. I'm just like, come on, keep the male brothers together or cousins I together. Know, come on, like, come on, leave, get a, give us Nick from uh, Zach Stone is going to be famous over here. Did you ever watch <laughs> that? No, I, I had a little bit of knowledge about him. He, he, Robbie's in there. Uh, he's a he's a love threat. Uh, it's 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 about Bo Burnham. Sorry, Barbara here. Check this out. It's on Netflix. It's about <laughs> Bo Burnham. He uses all of his college money to pay a camera crew to follow him in his journey to be famous. And Robbie Amell is kind of an antagonist in it, but also okay. kind of a friend. It's a good show. Uh, anyway, speaking of that, we were talking about Firestorm yeah. and. Back in the day, when, I, when uh, while we were fixing uh, the farmhouse I was about to live in uh, in Eaton, uh, where me and Jordan are from, uh, Boomerang had like a, an action block that it wasn't tsunami, but like it's where they would put their reruns on. And I, what I'm, what was that? You're about to reference Wonder Friends. Not 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 Super Friends, but it, this is like the sequel show to Super Friends, where like they were throwing young heroes in there. And oh yeah, yes, it was a front runner. Firestorm. So and that was like around when he first got created too. So like that was cool. That have, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like some of those episodes were so weird. But I'm like, I like Firestorm. He's cool. He's he's a cool guy. I even had like his action figure when uh, Mattel had the toys. But uh, the, f- the fact that we were getting uh, that on TV, I'm like, we're not. 
they're not doing that because like his costume's kind of ridiculous back in the day and and to some degree but like the the, modern, the modernized version is great like speaking Which, of that yeah. I don't, I don't, go ahead no i think we're about to say the same thing i i was, I was about to say i love what they did with the, his symbol they just turned it into the quantum splicer that makes it so they can be firestorm that's that was so creative very creative. I was not going to say that, so I'm glad I let you speak. <laughs> uh, but speaking of that, I don't know if this is – I don't believe it's the question, but any time the Arrowverse has a chance to do like the proto early suits, they kill it. Like Even Flash's early suit, I'm, I'm like, yeah, like that would be an early Flash suit, a, a year one Flash suit, absolutely. Or like Arrow's right. suit, uh, Kara's back in the day, uh, even though it's pretty – Karis is pretty good, right? Right out the gate compared to the boys over here, because girls get it better, right, guys? Uh, uh, uh. I just z snapped for everybody, uh, but we were talking about Firestorm. Robbie does a great job, uh, and you were talking about Victor Garber too. Uh, everybody's favorite from Titanic. Uh, he gets oh, to have a lot of. Fun. That's right. Yeah, I, I, when they actually isn't there an episode two in Legends where they get to do uh, they go on the Titanic? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. He gets to have a lot of fun in that show. Uh, when we talk about that show, uh, I remember really, really liking season one. So I want to—I can't wait to talk about that. But the, those two together and getting to see that relationship, just I, I was glad we got to see him adapted uh, in live action because like I, young teenage Will to in his twenties, Will he would have killed for that. Like going, like, but I—I I just kind of like the comic book landscape had changed by this point. And I'm going like, we're never going to get some mm-hmm. of these characters. And now we're getting firestorm, Jonah hex booster gold, which again, like I want to phase on. I love you. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I, I'm, I, I'm losing the, I'm losing the narrative over here. Jordan, you take it from there. Hey, what do you got, Jordan? You know, firestorm is uh hands down. One of my favorite characters from DC, you get a more teenage kind of vibe with the new 52. They didn't use Martin Stein as the, the uh, other piece. Was it Jason Roosh? And, and Ronnie Raymond, I think it was those two. But uh, those two came in, and then they actually used Jason in a future episode for when, when Ronnie's gone. And, and so it was really cool to see this this interpretation of Firestorm and how the Firestorm Matrix happens and the way that, you know, he's got the flaming hair and, and he shoots the fireballs. He can He's learning how to fly. And they say, hey, you know, we're going to come back. But we're going to go try and train and, and figure this thing out for a little bit before we come back into this. And I, I thought that Firestorm was just done really well. I loved the character. There was nothing really that threw me by him. I think that there was just so much to love. And, and I, I actually had, and, and Will, you know this guy, Adam Fields, one of my friends from uh, from mm-hmm. Eaton. Yeah. I actually commissioned him and had him do a like side piece uh, to my, to my uh, Green Lantern Sinestro. And the three that I chose to put in this in this side piece that would go next to it is Red Tornado, Martian Manhunter, and then Firestorm. And so, like, Firestorm just, like, right. is, like, just got this whole fire piece to him. And I was like, th- it was really cool. And I was like, I love this character. I love where they went with him. And those are Seriously, some of my favorite side characters. If we get him in a movie or if they ch- choose to adapt him, I, I think that is a well of un- of untapped potential. Because, like, he, he's kind of like... Uh, I, I would I don't take know. Robbie Mel in that all day, by the way, for a for a for a motion picture. Yeah, and Robbie Mel, can you can, you want to be on the podcast? Come on, Robbie. Yeah. Robbie, oh, please. We, ever, Robbie, please. We us. know you listen. Robbie, please, please, <laughs> Robbie. Come on, Robbie, please. <laughs> but no, I, I, I watch Zach Stone. Come on. I think genuinely that to bring any character in to have that kind of tie. I mean, they they started him out in the first episode and said, "Hey, you know, this is Ronnie Raymond, and he's on the engineering team," and I'm like. Oh, that's Firestorm right there, and so I remember watching that. And I was like, "Oh, are we, are we just teasing? Because he's, we're gonna put big air Seriously, quotes here, dead." This show is awesome for people who read comic books, because especially the beginning. Because if you read comic books, you know all these characters. You get to see all these characters before they become the superheroes. So, like, if you read the comic books, you know who you know who Cisco Ramon is. Like, oh my gosh, that's vibe, and you know who Roddy Raymond and, and uh, Martin Steiner are like. That's that's Firestorm, and, and it's that's one of the things I love about the show. Sorry to interrupt you, Jordan. I just no, no, you're good. I I agree. I think that there's so many Easter eggs that just pop in that it just it was really really cool and really well done. So mm-hmm. I I will bring up one thing. This is not uh, Robbie Mel's or Ronnie's fault, but it, it's kind of Ronnie's fault based on his love life. If you are interested in Caitlyn Snow, you better be getting some life insurance <laughs> ASAP, or <laughs> or yeah, that's they true. need to be vetted. Or they need to be vetted. That poor girl. She's been through enough. 
That is very true. So before we wrap up this episode, I want to know, what did you guys think of the suit? You know, we, we had a quick minute of talking about, you know, more of a year one kind of look. It had that initial, like, what we would start with. And, like, did you like the idea of it being all red and not having that white in the circle? And, like, his suit kind of slowly adapts over time. I mean, it's been eight seasons now, and we finally got the gold boots. And so, like, did you like the initial suit? Do you like where they went with certain pieces that the, the thunderbolts on the sides were were comms and like his whole suit had like where he can be checked for vital signs and all that. Did you like that aspect? What, what were your guys' thoughts? So, um, I was like, I I was like back and forth originally when I was first watching the show, you know, eight years ago, um, I was back and forth on it, but it was very, yeah, it was super, um, creative to like have the suit be actually like, you know, technologically, um, practical with comms and the lightning bolts um with like um with like eight uh aeds in the chest and uh, and all this different stuff um but it was a that weird dark red there was no white in the symbol but so retroactively now that i know they go through suits like pretty much every season and update the suit um i like it i like it a lot because now i know um, and you can you can even do the thing where you can tell the progression of Barry as a hero mm. with the suits, right? So yeah, I'm down with the season one suit. That was awesome. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm with you on some of it. I I genuinely would have been fine with him just having the suit throughout the whole time. But like, just just so we could signify this one as being like, oh hey, this is the CW Barry. But I am absolutely fine with the minor changes because it's kind of like Iron Man toys and his suits. Oh yeah. Because uh, sometimes I get so annoyed. I mean, I'm sure Hasbro loves it. <laughs> like, oh, we got the Mark 49. We got the Mark 50 over here with any minor little changes. Because I'm just like, oh, I want it so I could like have the accurate one in case someone ever looks at my shelf and, and for like the hardcore nerd in me. I'm like, I, I like having all the iterations. The hardcore nerd, the completionist. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, but there's some of them like I, I don't need like this one that has like the oh hey because I think there was like one year like they maybe added like some like lines on it or did something that made it more comic book accurate and it was i could barely tell the difference i'm going like cool two thumbs up guys but early season one i'm like yeah young barry would have this and worst case scenario if, if he does upgrade his suit this could be like what the kid flash wears or finds down the road and mm-hmm. does something some, that sort but I, I i thoroughly enjoyed it. i mean i, I kind of already said my thoughts on it when we got into firestorm but it's a pretty solid suit, and they do. Coming from a guy who had to wait ten years in Smallville, just seeing any f- form of the suit was good. At yeah. this point, right. you don't even you don't even see the actually pretty much the full the full suit with. I give it a yeah, pass. I give it a pass. <laughs> I know for me, I loved this suit. I loved how they initially said, you know, this is a friction proof. This is a, a burn proof suit. That way, like yep. it's for firefighters. This is where we went, and I like that. He initially yep. started with the mask on and then rips the mask and just leaves the the cowl because I was mm-hmm. like, that was cool. Like it, it, it all kind of played in and it, it did what it needed to do. And I loved it. I think that this I mean, season one, again, I loved it. I There wasn't a lot that I sat back and balked at. Um, there wasn't anything that really shook me and said, you know, Jordan, this was a bad show. Like, don't recommend it. Like, I would highly recommend anybody to go watch this. So, even though it's almost ten years old, I I very much recommend this. I think that it will stand the test of time. I think it'll be one of those shows that'll go down as like ten, twenty years from now, people will still be watching. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some supernatural and some uh, some Smallville fans not happy with me, but I think this is the best thing CW's done. I know, Will. I know. I know. Ah, uh, chick. I don't know if I disagree with that statement. But no, no, no. I, 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 I will say Smallville almost ruined it with season eight stuff. But then they brought it back, back with nine. And then when I found out ten was the final, I'm like, okay, cool. Now we're not going to derp around. Supernatural went too long. I, I love those boys, but it, it got crazy towards the end. And I'm, I haven't finished it still because there's so much. I'm just like, all right, where's it going? But the Flash. Is starting. To, I'm starting to see some of the rest. Or season one, I highly recommend you like Jordan. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I, this is not going to be in the podcast. Is it? I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, but 
early on Flash is great. Where we're at now is getting kind of wild. Yeah, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. But I, I think that because of what happened in Flash season one, we can be where we're at in season eight. I think that it opened up doors and opportunities, and especially with season two. So, guys, thank you so much. I don't want to ruin next episode when we hit season two. but uh, So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We're, we're all over social media. And so we will catch you guys here next time on Nerd Talk. <laughs>